Think about what one item causes the most stress in your life. Well, if you're like most people, this is the number one cause of stress in your life, and it's money. This one tool I'm going to share with you today will help get this one issue under control and alleviate that stress. It's very simple, might not be easy to implement, but it's incredibly simple. And we're going to talk about it right now. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment. This podcast is about changing the world around you by first changing the world within you. Each episode lasts less than 20 minutes and is published every weekday. My passion is to share what I've learned about personal development while remaining humble and open about the fact that just like you, I often struggle and occasionally fail. I'm real, raw, and ready to reach beyond my grasp. I hope you'll come along with me. You've still got a chance to grab that free one-page report on the five fears that are slowing you down. You can do that right now by going to pdesmondadams.com slash five fears. These are the five fears that I've found are slowing most people down. They're keeping them from finishing what they've started and reaching their goals ultimately. They affected me for years and years and years, and they're most likely affecting you. Grab this one page, one page, easy to read, easy to get through report and find out what fears are affecting you and then what you can do about it. I give you a one uh, follow-up report on each fear over the next few days, one email on each fear, so you can kind of figure out how you can address it. But start with getting this one-page report at pdesmondadams.com slash five fears. Or if you're in the United States and you have your cell phone with you, send a text right now to 33444 and inside the text message, put the word my free gift, all one word, no spaces, and I'll send it to you almost immediately. All right, so let's talk about this. Seriously, a big, big issue for most people. And one of the things we like to talk about on the Mental Mastery Moment are how we can be in the right mental mindset, how we can keep ourselves focused, creative, productive, disciplined. All of those things are impacted by the issue of money. It was a recent poll done by the American Psychological Association and it indicated still the number one stress inducer for Americans, and I imagine all across the Western world, is money. And it's usually the lack of money. It's not an excess. Most people aren't having problems with that. What are we going to do with all these bills laying around the living room? That's not typically what happens. It's money. As a matter of fact, most divorces can be traced back to money. The truth is, though, for most people, and I'm going to include myself in this, Money issues are caused by spending more than you make. Absolutely 100% true for me. Every time I've dealt with money issues, it is because I spent more money than I was bringing in or spent more money than I should have based on what I was bringing in. This has always been the case for me, and you can only ask yourself if it was the case for you. Yes, I know there are times where you maybe have lost your job prematurely, you didn't think that was going to happen, you were downsized or something, and it caused money problems. Yes, I realize some people have surprise medical bills. It's happened to me. Yes, there's a number of items which may hurt you financially. Car problems, uh, home issues. I've had uh, some major issues that have come up lately, and, and it can be a major, major stress factor in your life. But the reality has been for me, and again, you have to ask yourself if this is the reality for you. 
Had I been saving what I should be saving, about at least 10% of my income, none of those items that popped up in my life would have been a factor. By the point in my life when they happened, I would have had enough money in the bank in a savings account that would have covered it, no stress. And then I would have got back into saving and replenishing. But I didn't do that. It's because I was spending more than I should have based on my income. And again, I'm not going to point fingers at you. I'm going to let you figure that out if that's the case for you. I know for me, I was having cable and high-speed internet and eating out and all these discretionary spending items and not putting money away into savings. So you could say, well, you you got to have a date night once in a while. Well, actually, the majority of divorces are caused by money problems, not lack of date nights. So if you have that money put away, then you're not going to have as big a money issues going on in your life and you're going to be a lot better off in the long run. So ask yourself, what is more important? Yes, you need to relax at night, but we don't need a TV or cable or 500 channels to do that. And I'm not trying to be a jerk here. And I know this might hurt because it's the reality and it hurts me. It hurt me when I was forced to realize that I was making these mistakes and I had to be mature enough to deal with it. It's Friday. So we talk about tools and resources that are available. So let's talk about the one thing you can do that will move you away from having money problems. And you're going to hate this word. There's only one word that's probably worse than diet or exercise, and that's budget. (laughs) But the reality is, just like with our time, we need to budget our time. We need to schedule our day. We can't schedule 27 hours worth of work in one day. It just won't happen. And you can't schedule expenses that add up to more than you have available. So let's talk about budgeting. And I'm only going to focus on one budget tool. The reason is there are a ton of them. Everything from a simple spreadsheet, which I've done before, to apps and software on your computer, which I've used before. Mint is a great tool if you've never done budgeting before because it kind of does it for you. So look it up in the App Store. I know it's on Google Play and in the Apple uh, App Store. It's called Mint. And so you connect to your bank account and it learns learns your categories and everything. And it'll start to tell you it's a good way to understand where your money is going. But it's not really the best for keeping yourself on budget. You might be able to build a budget through it, but it's hard to keep yourself on a budget. And here's the reality. This show is all about success for failures. And I know you don't want to think of yourself as a failure, but sometimes we who are creators, who are entrepreneurs, who think outside the box, we've been made to feel like failures. We don't fit into these columns and rows. And budgets are made up literally of columns and rows when you get right down to it. And so we have a very hard time. Self-discipline is the only way you're going to stay inside of your budget. This tool I'm going to share with you, you may have heard of it before. It will do everything. It's going to get you the closest to staying within your budget. It's called the envelope system. And I know you may have heard of it. Dave Ramsey talks about it quite a bit. It's a beautiful system for one reason. It's tangible. A lot of budgets, you're dealing with numbers inside of cells, and it's so easy to drop this number down $3 or $30 and move this other one back up $30. And it's really easy to manipulate and do all that money when you're just dealing with a spreadsheet and numbers. But when you have real cash in an envelope, 
and you want to go out to dinner and you look in your dinner, eat out envelope, your eat out, and I'll get into this, but when you look in the envelope that you have your money for eating out or dining out or entertainment date night or whatever, and you've only got 10 bucks in there, then you go over to the food and grocery budget and you go, hmm, I got 80 bucks in there. Okay, well, let's take 30 out of here. It's tangible. You feel the effect because you're physically touching the money and you're moving it from one category to the other. And that has to happen sometimes. That's the reality of it. That's one of the main reasons why budgets fail people, because they get too rigid on them. And I'll go over some uh, another reason, too. But one of the main reasons is we get too rigid on it, and then it becomes something that we don't feel we can follow because it's so rigid. We do this with exercise and diet. We start to say, oh, I'm never going to eat another carbohydrate in my life. And then you're at somebody's house, and they're having cocktails and there's some carbohydrates there and you're like okay just this one then you feel like you failed same thing with budgets let's talk about how to do this envelope system and like all systems like anything that's going to affect your family involve those who will be impacted by this make sure you're talking to your spouse hey honey i want to i want to really get our finances under control i don't want it to be complicated so i want to do this envelope system can you help me determine how much money should go on each item. Because if you do it without telling them, when you tell them, I'd really like to go out to dinner, but we got $5 left for that. They're going to say, no, you didn't do something right. And they're not going to be in. If you start together from the beginning and work through, you'll both be on board and you'll be able to easily look at your envelope physically. Yeah, that means you're going to take your money out of your bank account. I know it's kind of weird these days but it it will help you a lot. You're going to take that money out and you're going to put it in different envelopes and your spouse is going to see how much is in each envelope. And there's not going to be a questioning of whether you calculated everything right or wrong. You got five bucks left for dinner. So maybe we're going to skip date night this week because the number one cause of divorce is money problems. And we don't want that. That's why you want a date night, right? You can have a date night at home. You could do a $5 date night. You can, I mean, you can make it work. Believe me, you make it work if you want it bad enough. The other reason budgets don't work, this is a big one, and I've done this. You underestimate what you're going to spend. You think, well, I've been spending $800 a month in groceries. I think we should budget $500. That'll make the other areas work better. <laughs> well... The reality is you might not be able to do it on 500. Maybe you can. It all depends on, you know, if you're eating beans and rice, then maybe you can make that work. And maybe that's what you need to do in the beginning. I'm not saying you can't. But the reality is if you like to go out and have a drink on a Friday night with some friends, budget 20 bucks for that. But don't just leave it wide open. Budget for it so you know where it's going. That's all you're doing with the budget. You're telling your money where it's going to go. You're not having to restrict everything. It's not a matter of, oh, I'm going to restrict, restrict, restrict. You're just saying, here's where it's going to go. You're going to go 20 here, 30 there, 50 there, 150 here, and that. That way you're in charge of it. Look at your previous bank statements. See where your money has been going in the past. This won't set the number in stone because you weren't controlling your money in the past. But it will give you a good indication of where your money needs to go and how to slice it up and where things need to go as a percentage of what is available. The important thing is to be able to look at this and know I can tighten my belt a little bit over here, baby steps, go baby steps on that, 
And then I can loosen it over here in other areas, which I think will be beneficial to the family. So here's what you do. When you get paid, you pay all of your fixed costs. That may be your rent or mortgage, your utilities, car payments, any kind of loan, any kind of note, other debts that you have a minimum payment on, auto insurance if you pay that monthly, uh, maybe it's homeowner's insurance, property tax, anything that's a fixed cost. Pay that right away and get that taken care of. Now, unless you're in a big mess, then you should have some money left over after that. This is the point where you want to determine what can I put into savings? Because truth is, until you pay down that debt, you can want to save 10% of your income. But if you don't have it, it's not going to happen. Your system's going to fail and you're going to abandon it. Like everything else we talk about on this show, make it realistic, make it attainable, make it something you got to stretch into, but don't make it so far that you're destined for failure. So look at what's left then and, and set aside some money for savings. Set aside what you'd like to have for savings, okay? Put that aside. Now, take that balance and put it into different envelopes. So grab, go, go to the office supply, office depot or staples, wherever you go, grab one of those big boxes of envelopes. And on them, you write down each category. Groceries. Now, remember, that one may have to adjust. Gas money. That's going to have to adjust too. Gas prices sometimes go up, go down. You might be able to save some money. You might have to spend more money. Grocery prices go up and down. They're seasonal sometimes. So those may need to adjust. You need to look at these things frequently so that it's not biting you in the butt and you're being surprised by things. Clothing. And remember with this one, you're not going to have to spend it all at one time. Maybe you budgeted for $30 every two weeks, every payday for clothing. But you got to remember, you're going to have back-to-school clothing. You're going to have summer clothing. You're going to have seasonal changes, maybe a new jacket in the winter or something, you know, if you need that. It doesn't mean because you have $30 in there, you need to spend all $30. Just know that that's what your budget is. You've got dining. Make sure that you're budgeting for fun if you can do it. Now, some people, you may be in such a mess that you can't do that right now. Your fun might have to be walking through the park and making a bologna sandwich picnic or something like that. That may have to be your fun for right now. But make it work. You can make it work. Budget for gifts. You know you're going to have certain gifts you're going to have to spend. And you basically want to add up what gifts you're going to have to spend annually and then divide that by 12. And that's your budget each month for gifts. So that when it comes time for Aunt Lucy's birthday party, you can go into that gift envelope and go, good, we've got enough in here. We can go get something for Aunt Lucy. Maybe you can save some money. Maybe you can get a deal. Maybe you can find things while they're on sale. And you're like, oh, that's great. I can get that. I'll use this money and get it. And you're buying stuff for three months from now because it's on sale right now. That's the beauty of these budgets. You can take advantage of things when they are on sale. Annual expenses, you may have vehicle registration, uh, vehicle maintenance, holiday gifts that are coming up, several other annual things that, that may be happening. Maybe travel or vacation is an expense that you want to budget for. And again, I can't emphasize this enough, budget for fun stuff. If you just tighten the belt and you say, we're only spending money on the things we need. And again, you may be in a situation where that's the case, but for a lot of people budget for the fun stuff, cable, you want to have cable, you want to watch TV, you want to have Netflix, you want to have Hulu, you want to have Redbox rentals once in a while, whatever, 
budget for it. Budget for it. This isn't about denying yourself everything that you enjoy in life. It's about determining where your money is going to go. And sometimes it goes to fun things. And that way you can see where it's going. Fun money. Just put cash in there for fun money because you and your husband or your wife get up one morning and say, let's go have brunch. That's fun money. You could go do that. Maybe it's going seriously. Honestly, go to the casino. Go gambling. Go have some fun. Um, Maybe you just want to go to the movies or whatever it is. Make sure you budget for fun money. This is one of the best systems because you're dealing with tangibles, cash. And if you have this, you know that you've got 50 bucks in there for eating out over the next two weeks. When that 50 is gone, you're done. If you're not done, you have to physically dip into another category and put that money into the fund. So you know it's costing you somewhere else. It's not just, well, we'll just spend it and hopefully the other stuff works out. That's what gets us into trouble. Try the envelope system. Google it. There are a lot of different resources to teach you how to do this. I know there are some tools on Amazon. There's even some wallets, kind of big. They're for more of a woman's purse, but a big wallet that has different sections in it so that you have little envelopes, separation, like an accordion file, so you can put your money in there. You may not want to walk around with all that cash, but you can keep it. Even if you keep it at home in a safe, you have it separated. And that way you know exactly where you are. I'm telling you, one of the number one reasons people are stressed out and they can't focus on being the best they can be, they overeat because they're stressed and they're physically out of shape then. They work too long because they're overstressed and that's not good for them. They're depressed. They're on antidepressants. They're avoiding relationships because they're stressed. They have no social life. All of these things that are really, really good for us, we avoid or we can't deal with because of money issues. Try the envelope system. Try it. If nothing else, spend time this weekend looking at where your money's been going. Get it under control. Save money for the future. Make sure that you set that in there. Now, you may have to adjust that, but don't just arbitrarily do it. One month it's up, one month it's down. Set it and set it for a realistic amount, but stretch into it. If you don't set that savings money, it will not get saved. And then when the refrigerator goes out or your transmission breaks, you will be in a mess. If you save money, you can pay that. I know Dave Ramsey recommends $1,000 in an emergency fund or six months of income, whatever it is for you. Try Shoot for that six months income, but save money and get it right. Get the money under control so that you can have peace in your heart and all the other areas of your life, all right? I hope you appreciate this tool today. If it's something that's beneficial to you or others, share it with everybody else. I sure do appreciate you being a part of this show, The Mental Mastery Moment. I love what we're doing with this. I would appreciate your five-star rating and review in iTunes. I hope that you will do that. You can go to pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes. All right, thanks. Have a great weekend. May your reach always extend beyond your grasp. 